Hi, everybody. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you like what you hear, make sure you follow and share with all your friends. If you happen to be listening on Anchor.fm, you can also ask me questions, and I'll make sure that I answer those questions to the best of my ability on a future show. And, of course, if you don't already, make sure you look for me on Facebook, Jay McKegg on Facebook. I'd love to be your friend. I wanted to jump on here real quick and talk to you a little bit about the coronavirus and more specifically about how Christians should be reacting to the coronavirus. Uh, There's a lot of news out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of misinformation from well-meaning people, and even Christians are are kind of buying into a lot of the hype out there. So I just want to kind of help us get refocused just a little bit with five things real, real fast and uh, that, I, that I think will help you better speak to and deal with this crisis. First of all, don't exchange faith for fear. The media does a real good job and our politicians do a real good job of peddling fear. The reason for that is because they know if they've got you afraid of something else that you'll, you'll trust them and you'll lean more into them. And where both the media and politicians have their place, they're not to be our, um, our source of our faith. That's not where our faith is supposed to be placed. Our faith should be placed in Jesus Christ. Habakkuk in chapter 2 verse 4 tells us that the just shall live by faith. We're told over and over again in the word not to fear. Matter of fact, that, that phrase, the just shall live by faith, is repeated four times in the New Testament. In Matthew chapter 10, 28, he tells us, he says, and, and fear not them which kill the body, that could be this virus, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. We have example after example in the word of God of men who faced uh, horrible persecutions, horrible attacks, but their fears weren't misplaced because they know that the worst that this earth can do to us as Christians is kill us. That's actually the best thing that it can do. Because for a Christian to receive death from, whether it's from a, a person or whether it's from a virus, it, it, it ushers us into our eternity. So don't, don't exchange your faith for your fear. Live by faith, follow Jesus Christ, follow his teachings, and don't rely so much upon the politicians. Don't rely so much upon the uh, media that's out there. Secondly, don't confuse faith with ignorance. I know a lot of people that are out there. I, I knew a gentleman one time that was so confident and, and claimed to be so faithful that he refused medical treatment for his conditions. He had severe diabetes and, and a few other things. And he said, you know what? He had faith that God was going to heal him from that. And I tried to talk to him and let him know that, that you know, ha- having faith isn't the same thing as being ignorant to solutions that God has placed out there. God has given us Uh, medical professionals. He's given us protocols. He's given us drugs that can help with those things. But he chose to see that the ignoring of advice and the ignoring of the medical community as as a sign of faith. And it was actually a sign of ignorance. And eventually it ended up costing him not only his eyesight, but then eventually it cost him his life. James 1.5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and embraideth not, and it shall be given him. I love that phrase in there. It says to give, given to all men liberally. It's not just the save that God gives wisdom to. It's all men. Much of the wisdom that we have in our medical community is because of the wisdom that God has poured out. Matter of fact, all of it is. God has poured wisdom out immensely upon people to be able to help other people, the saved and the unsaved. Next, I, I want you to, to understand that what social distancing is. That's a kind of a key word that, that people are throwing around now. And social distancing does not mean social isolation. 
We can't get into a situation where we are, we are pushing people away just for the sake of pushing them away. As the church, we are called to, to encourage one another, to edify one another, to serve one another. And this is a great opportunity as Christians to step out from everybody else who's, who's hiding in their caves and, and step out and, and be a service to somebody, to do something, to love our neighbors and to love each other. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as ye also ye do. That edify is a, is a powerful word. It's used over and over in the Word of God, and it means simply means to build up, to lift up. Now, we live in a world that wants to tear us down. You don't have to be on Facebook for very long to see somebody that's on there that's trolling, just trying to tear people down. And we live in that world today. We live in a world where people would rather hurt each other on social media than help each other. As Christians, we're called to be different. As Christians, we're not called to tear each other down. As Christians, we're called to edify one another. Fourthly, I want you to remember that liberty lost is worse than death. You see, there is a fate for us worse than death. We live in a country that, that was given to us by God. We live in a country that's been, that we've been so blessed by God that we've actually become kind of spoiled and kind of um, absent-minded when it comes to seeing and, and remembering the blessings that he's given us. Patrick Henry, one of our founding fathers, made that, that, that famous statement, give me liberty or give me death. And we need to remember that, that sometimes it's better to have liberty, to have freedom, than it is to give those things away. I, it, it startles me, it scares me how quick we are as a society to just turn over our freedoms. The CDC says something, or the president, or a senator, or, or a business says something, and uh, you know a governor gets on TV and says, we want to close down all the churches, and all the churches just close down. You know, we're called again to live by faith. Just because a, a politician tells us to, to do something doesn't mean we have to do it. We have a constitutional right, and we shouldn't be so quick to give up those constitutional rights. Now, again, I want to back up just a little bit. Don't confuse faith with ignorance. Sometimes there is wisdom involved, and, and some people shouldn't be going out into public right now. Some people shouldn't be gathering together right now. Um, and, and we need to use wisdom, but not just take it as blind faith that the government says, Let's not have church, and we decide we're not going to have church. We live in the United States of America where we are free to assemble together. And fifthly, and probably most important of all this, this is an amazing time to share Jesus with your family and with your friends. Sometimes it takes a crisis like this to get us thinking about how, um, how vulnerable we are, how easily it is for life to slip away from us. And we live in a world that's snubbed their nose at Christ. But when, when it comes to, to times of this, they start to think about their own mortality. They start to wonder, what is it that's going to happen to me? And this is a great time to share Jesus Christ with people. The Holy Spirit can use these types of tragedies to soften even the hardest of hearts and make them receptive to the gospel. And remember, our job is just to go and to tell. It's not our job to convince. It's not our job to trick. It's not our job to do any of that. We simply plant the seeds and we water the seeds and God gives the increase. See, the world needs to know now more than ever how much God loves them. They need to know that they're not alone as they go through this. Even if they're self-quarantining by themselves, they're not alone. And they need to know that. But the reality of it is, is that if you don't tell them, they're not going to hear. Because if you don't tell your loved ones, who's going to tell them? 
There are people in this world that I can reach that you can't. And there's people in this world that only you can reach. And God has placed you in their lives for a very simple purpose. That's to tell them about Jesus Christ. I saw a startling statistic the other day that said that less than 5% of Christians ever tell another person in this world about Jesus Christ. 5%. That means 95% of people, somebody took the time to tell you about Jesus Christ, but you haven't told anybody else? We've gotten caught up. Some people have gotten so caught up in the lifestyle evangelism that they that they they think that that's all they have to do is just live out a Christian life and and uh, people will follow. But if you're truly living out a Christian life, you're truly living out a, a life like Christ, you're going to be telling people about him. Read the life of Christ. He talked about repentance and being born again and accepting him and turning away from our sins over and over and over again. And we need to be having that conversation with people. This world needs to know how much Jesus loves them. This world needs to know that Jesus Christ was willing to leave heaven to come and die on a cross for them. This is our message. And God has given us an amazing opportunity with all the fear in the world to stand up in faith and declare that message. God bless. Have a wonderful day. And like I said, if you like this, please share it with your friends. God bless. Bye-bye.